So greetings to everyone. This is a message that's being channeled for everyone and I'm doing it while my mind is still very hazy and very foggy from the experience because I can now see the actual tool being used by the dark controllers on not only removing people's will to want to know themselves, to want to be part of their, their larger self-actualization journey, but to take their sovereignty away altogether by removing their ability to find an equilibrium in their reality. So for the last couple of days, we've been experiencing this full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus. And after doing the research, we haven't seen this remotely in our lives since way back in the early 2000s. That was the last time we saw a lunar eclipse in Taurus. And it's not normal practice within cosmology for full moon lunar eclipses to appear in fixed lines like Taurus or Scorpio. And part and parcel of this oppressive Scorpio energy, which has been coupled closely with the trickster energy of Mercury that's now squaring off to Saturn and this whole lunar eclipse was being directed and or guided by the newly reborn maverick planet of Uranus in the shadow of Saturn was also squared to Saturn which is in Aquarius so we've got major benefics moving into new signs and this is significant because this is what upsets the equilibrium of the human algorithm system the vibratory system the archival nature of, of frequencies that are now cancelling each other out. So we feel not only overwhelmed emotionally about how can I cope with all this craziness that I have to go through just to maintain some kind of level playing field, but it actually is reversing our consciousness in the process. So today, in the last, I would say, probably half a day, I experienced for the first time in a really long time what it means to lose time altogether. Sometimes when a thought enters the mind like, well, we've kind of done what we set out to do and we've been let down by not only one person today, but we've been let down by two people today who said they would come over and bring you something that you really need in an effort to try to drive your bliss forward, you come up with the thought of, let's just have a little lay down and uh, talking to my cat, Polar, let's have a little lay down and just give ourselves a little gift of rest before we sort of get into the evening because this was the evening where I was going to balance a whole lot of new videos and I was going to start the upload process to Vimeo because one of the other channel messages I got from Spirit was everything is going to get 
wiped out in the cloud sooner rather than later as the whole concept of a social hierarchy begins to shatter everyone's reality. So you won't be able to rely on YouTube and you won't be able to rely on the usual social media channels or whatever like that. It's only going to be the fully integrated paid subscriptions that will give you the peace of mind that wherever you put something or, or, or place something, it has to remain because it's a paid service and they can be prosecuted if they don't deliver the service. So let me put that into context. So YouTube's going to go down, but Vimeo is actually going to become a really, really stronghold. And then people will race towards Vimeo and they'll buy up the pro subscriptions because they know they have unlimited, uncensored options um, available to them to serve their content. And also Vimeo lets you go live and it lets you run live streams and it lets you... Uh, distribute live streams and chats and all this kind of thing because everybody seems to have some form of prophetic ability to go online and have a live and seem to tell the world that hey look I know what's going on and I have the, all the answers and flock to me flock to me and I will definitely you know steer you clear of all of the deceptions and delusions that are out there at the moment Keeping that in mind, that that's what Scorpio's main objective is, is to hide the truth from you. Yet it's very powerful once the truth is uncovered, you can't stop it. So we've got some platforms that are really, really champion, championing truth and, and presenting it no holds barred and doing a really good job. And then there are other platforms that are the wishy-washy kind of brainwashing, you know, smokescreen wiping sort of options for those that are less illuminated and less aligned to the bigger picture. So I went into this sort of like just laying down thinking, okay, I have a little bit of a breather, I'll lay with the cat, you know, he's happy, he's on my feet and he's purring away and whatever and then going into a completely oblivious sort of detached and disassociated state of emotional freefall. So the lucid dream presented itself as two very distinctive soul standards which was tied to what is called social engineering or social and data set standards, meaning people were being collated based on the information that they were giving up freely and willingly by just attaching themselves as a human being to this rapidly emerging metaverse. It's like the metaverse and our, our once planar reality have become a fusion or a fuse ball of opposing energetic forces. So experiencing the metaverse in that realm where we've been 
already primed energetically from the ridiculous amount of geomagnetic activity off the sun which was then coupled with this full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus which also had the residue energy of the partial solar eclipse in Scorpio our nervous system was being primed for primeval hijacking we are now losing touch with the way that our nervous system operates and the way that our nerve endings are trying to find balance in the larger platform of holographic experiences. It's like all these holograms that we once were able to keep in some form of defined order thanks to Father Saturn and also with, with regard to the the freedom that both Neptune and Jupiter were able to give us but now that they're in this sort of retrograde and they're squaring off to each other and they're in the most sensitive sign of Pisces it's like they're completely confused and decomboculated or whatever that word is at the end of the day very confused and very like part of a maze there's a mind maze going on that's been very cleverly set up by the dark controllers as it relates to the current state of the planets and the planetary transits and alignments. So entering into the metaverse in this lucid state, because I didn't take any oil, I had no gummies, I was waiting for a client to turn up and pick up her allotment and that didn't happen and that was all Scorpio of like, you know, self-harm and now I'm in the hospital and I'm losing kind of like cognition and I don't know where I am and there's a whole lot of displacement and or dissociative disorder behavior sort of playing out and I'm hearing it all in this back and forth in text and whatever. So I didn't have anything at all, like nothing, just had normal breakfast and also noticed that the coffee was off for some reason, like how can long life milk go off overnight when I had it the day before. So something has interfered with the biochemical nature of the way that the different energetic forces or spheres of conscious force work with each other. So in the metaverse, I, I was this empty kind of like suspended animated puppet which a hand could easily sort of fill my insert and then this sort of electronic kind of remote control would close around the hand or in someone else's other conscious intention and could manipulate me within this very very empty space but the space was really dense in other words it was filled with something that was like negatively charged particles rather than positively charged particles and there was a real dark kind of atmosphere to it and I was being literally pushed into a, 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 like a, a cattle call of other human souls that were at the bottom of a hill 
this hill wasn't a green hill like a normal hill would be with maybe a, a, an apple tree or a poplar tree or anything like that. It was a very stark, almost barren hill. And it turns out that as far as the eye could see to any horizon, any which direction you looked, there were these hills, like a whole series of these barren hills in this what looked like suspended animation of space. And somewhere in that was this sort of like rapidly revolving clock face, but you couldn't see it. You just knew that you were standing on it. Maybe that was the surface standing on a, a suspended clock face. So anyway, you're being lining or you're being pushed up this hill behind these people. There's not a sound, but there's a lot of murmuring, like, oh, oh. like everything seemed forced. There was a strain to the, uh, to, the, to the denseness of the atmosphere in which you found yourself. And slowly but surely, what seemed to take an eternity, even though it was happening in like a click of the finger, a split second in the nanosecond of what we perceive as our so-called space-time delusion, you made it to the top of this hill. And there were these really large dense kind of octopus-like beings at the top that were wearing these luminous sort of like a welder's helmet in that there were no eyes there was just like a visor and behind it was like blankness I call it like a the black cancer right the all-consuming black cancer that can seem to sort of crawl out of every orifice of space-time and engulf whatever's there can consume energetically the consciousness of whatever's there. And as you were getting closer to the top of the hill, you were feeling more of this energy suppressing your being and you were feeling as if something was like, had a straw, right? But it was a metallic straw and it was in your ear because my ear felt pressure and it felt liquid. I felt liquid, like when some, somehow the most uncomfortable thing for me is when somehow water gets in the ear from the shower. I don't swim where I put my head under water anymore because there's something that's very imbalanced within the, the spaces between one inner ear and the other inner ear. So this inner ear felt like there was this straw or tube in it and that this black, all-consuming mass behind the visors of these plant-like beings with these sort of sweeping tendrils for arms, and they weren't just like two arms and two legs, there was multiple tentacles, that's the best way. It's like an octopus man, but it was sort of like plant-like, but it didn't have a color, it was stark, just the same color as the barrenness of the the whole kind of environment and atmosphere that I found myself in. So I got as close, 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 and these illuminated sort of helmets with these visors with this all-consuming black goo behind it would wait till the human was right in front of them and there was this machine. And this machine looked like it had what would you call it? Almost like it had 
rubber, wasn't rubber, it was aluminium or whatever, but like a, like an accordion, like um, you know the where you you pull pull and push, and air like a like um, the air pump thing you would use in a in a a blacksmith to heat up the fire. I can't remember what they're called, but they compress and they 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 decompress and they compress, and they would compress, and on the ends of them were these two like cylindrical extremities that held an electrical charge and so what would happen is that you'd each person each normal well each metahuman in an effort to become somewhat permanently initiated into this metaverse this disassociated and detached state would be grabbed by the back of the skull and shoved down so they were almost like at a at a 45 degree angle with their arms outstretched which they couldn't control right something grabbed their arms and flailed them out and pulled them out against each other as far as you can and then the head was pushed down and then these beams came to life and there was no noise and there was just a flash of light and it almost happened in a split second but the entire memory system well let's call it a memory card that was playing out the the delusion in the hologram in everybody's life was wiped out and it was like the card was inserted into a slot uh, into the brain, into the mind, and it had a whole different set of codes on it, like a new motherboard. So it was almost as if there was an imaginary slit within the skin and the sinew and the membrane of the brain that we couldn't access or see or whatever because of our limited level of human perception. But in this moment, we could feel as if something was going in on one side and coming out the other so it would enter the slot on the left hand side I think it was left to right and uh, enter the slot on the left hand side and go all the way through the top of my my mind the brain and and then come out a little bit on the other end and it was imprinted with a whole set of new data points and sets and like it felt like a really really long time that I was like pushed down by this kind of plankton uh, disconnected octopus like being with another one standing there with a, a, a like a, a tablet or a laptop or something in his hands but he was obviously collating information maybe he was checking off each human that was being indoctrinated into the metaverse and it turns out that each one of these so-called memory cards that were being inserted into the brainstem of the, of, of, of the human had a different set of codes that would then play out a whole new assimilation within the hologram. So I found myself literally in a whole lot of moving slides that were black and white to begin with, but as they slowed, they were going really rapidly in front of me, 
right? So obviously I wasn't on the hill anymore. I was in the metaverse. And uh, so these slides were literally like, you know, like small locomotives going back and forth, back and forth really quickly in black and white. And then as they slowed down, color started to bleed into the frame. And eventually each frame was filled with an image, but it was a moving image, like a video image. So I could definitely piece that there were these artificially introduced interlaced frames that my consciousness, which is natural, which is bioorganic, was really stressed out trying to wrap around. And I started to see images of beaches and mountaintops and, uh, and oceans and, you know, and, and, and freeform space and, you know, beautiful buildings and megalithic structures. And everywhere these images were, there was loads, like thousands of people, like, and all enjoying like the same thing. So it was almost as if we were funneled into a mechanical or, or artificially synthetic hive mind mentality. It was a, a mental program that was imprinted as code on the memory stick now inserted into my mind and everyone had the same thing but they were experiencing it differently I could see that while most of the faces were expressionless there were some that seemed to have their eyes rolled back as if they weren't even there but they were laughing and they were like you know joking and being very jovial you know which I thought was kind of eerie and a little bit more displaced when every, everyone else seemed to be like mouth open and like a, f a hole in the face rather than normal human features. Like our, 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 our new meta-human appearance were like sunken parts within a gelatinous sort of medium, like plasticine or like some kind of polyurethane or whatever like that that had been heated up and our eyes had just been pushed in and our nose had just been sort of lifted up and our mouth was just a big hole. And most of these facsimiles of, 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 of this new biohuman, this new metahuman, uh, was expressionless. There was nothing there. And it was really unnerving. Like I felt like my nervous system was trying to crack up, like break up, literally. And this was all happening, as it turns out, while I'm laying on the bed. And, and what seemed to be like minutes turned into hours. In fact, I lost approximately three hours of time in this lucid dream. And when I kind of came to, I'll go back to it in a minute because there are still a number of um, details that I, I haven't seen. But when I when I came to, it was literally as if I had woken up from a really really deep sleep. But it was not a a, a comfortable sleep. It didn't feel like a safe sleep. It felt like a very forced sleep. And now I was becoming forcibly awakened, like an electric shock, and then jolted. And then felt like, oh my God, my God, this incredible 
phasiness and haziness to my headspace at the moment and wh what happened and where am I and, and whatever and somewhere in the in the lucid dream I'd heard these pings and dings on my phone I think and it turned out to be messages and they were really really urgent messages from people that were stuck in this Scorpio nightmare and really having a tough time and someone had actually come to the house and you know that I didn't know that was sent here to pick up an order um, which I said I was going to put into the letterbox for them because I couldn't have them kind of keep going back and forth and not coming and then coming and then not coming I can't sort of like haphazardly base my whole day around someone's sort of whims that are changing in every moment type of thing um, and that person came here and knocked on the door and went to my letterbox and found it was locked and was a bit of a kind of a, a, a bit of a an angry shock going on when I came to the first thing that I that I that I when I came back to my own reality or what I think is my reality or at least I, I can perceive it as a somewhat altered or disassociated version of my reality um, was I just needed to wash my face I noticed that I was also in bare feet and it got really cold and I thought well I got to shut the windows got to close the doors you know the usual sort of things and start warming up the place the place just felt like really ice cold and then I, um, I went straight to the grow room and I pulled out the, the bar heater and I put that in the living room and turned that up on full and now that's warming the place and the place is getting warm again uh, and then went straight to the kettle and brewed up some, uh, some, some organic tea and came in and said I've got to do an audio nothing's more important right now regardless of what I should be doing or what obligation I may or may not have and I really also felt that I had to go on, uh, online and and catch up on deep astrology, which is my go-to. Right, my, when I get deep astrology from one of my close practitioners uh, in the astrological community, it gives me great comfort to to know what the mileposts of what I'm dealing with, particularly with this very oppressive Scorpio season that I've been experiencing. And so here I am now recounting for you exactly what I remember. Now the weirdest thing is you would think that if you've been taken out of your plane of reality and put into a disassociated program that you would come back from it with very little recollection of what had been taken place because it had done whatever was taking place, whatever had taken place, it was against my will. I did not agree to this. It, you do not agree when you lay on your bed and you want to have a cat nap or you want to have a power nap to immediately allow all of your, your the nodes, which are electrically charged nodes of perception, to agree to be completely and utterly taken over and or hijacked. You don't do that by making that conscious choice to lay down and rest so I feel 
the overall emotion is violation. I feel like I was violated because I'm sure there was more going on to this nefarious, you know, dark controller activity primed by the way the planets were perfectly placed for this to take place seamlessly without people getting all totally, you know, up in arms and upset about their their experience. It kind of scared me because it meant that even though every day I deny permissions, agreements and or consents to any interdimensional, multidimensional or dimensional beings of any type to take me over and to make my consciousness susceptible to their ways, their manipulations, their, their mind control ways, this had happened without any of those consents being granted. So it's almost as if their ability to infiltrate our, our consciousness, which perceives our plane of reality, their ability has been upgraded just like we've been upgraded as human 2.0s now. So this is even more impacting and impactful because it means that we've got to develop even more concentrated spiritual aligned skills in order to fight this psychological war that I've been talking about for nearly two years. How do you win the war of psychosis? If the psychosis can be altered and manipulated to different levels of impact. Therefore, inciting different levels of emotional response. So I felt very raped by this dream into the metaverse because it was almost as if, like I said, I felt like <clears throat> I'd been programmed into a movie about the puppet master where I was the puppet consensually agreed to puppet being manipulated by a, a more powerful or at least etherically attuned powerful puppet master and it immediately brings back a song that I wrote many many years ago when I was in the dream vampires on the Dream Vampires project called What Lies Within the Sin. The puppet master pulling strings unbeknownst to our consciousness. We're not agreeing to the puppet master pulling the strings and making us act and operate in a certain way. It's very, very unnerving. It's left a, a rather indelible impression on me. Because if this is indicative that when certain planetary alignments are in place and certain hypergates are opened or appear to our sensory perception to be open, that this is when 
these lower astral, because I still think they're all coming from the lower astral, right? A, a lower dimension to our own where they want to use us as an energetic source of nourishment like parasites and hosts. And this is a gene key that I haven't been able to develop or find yet to unlock this new construct. This is a dreaming construct that I've never experienced before. And the weird thing now, looking back, is there was nothing familiar to it. There was no one I knew. There wasn't even any sort of ancestral connection or support from the ancestral line, from the inner planes. You felt very much alone as you were driven up this barren hill like a slave, a conscious, conscious-less slave to have this memory card, this data-driven AI memory card inserted into your consciousness and reprogrammed you in the moment to run a disassociated program. Now, the weird thing, I said that there were all these black and white images or videos or still frames that became animated frames that eventually had color bleed into them, which made them very more like vibrant, visceral video images. There are only these blank souls. Like I said, they look like they were manipulated plasticine or urethane, polyurethane, anything that had been heated up that you could kind of put depressions in or raise up in an effort to change the shape of what was going on. The emotion was blank. The whole thing was bland and blank. I was told that if you buy space in the metaverse, that it literally gives you a an unlimited key to bliss and joy. Because you've got nothing that you're in control of anymore. Every thought is now part of a manipulated program that only reinforces physical pleasure and bliss. I felt none of that. There's something more going on there. Perhaps I had been tested on this day post Scorpio lunar eclipse, Taurus grounded intention to hold space for self is when all the so-called energies are aligned, the darker astral energies are aligned, can we take even the hardest working sentient light workers, inverted commas, and get the same desired result? Did I give them the sort of results that they were hoping for, or did I only measure up to a certain percentage of boxes ticked why is it now that I can sit in front of my computer and somewhat clearly remember what had taken place 
why wasn't I also bombarded with lots of negative images of demonic forces and sexual perversions and ritualistic scenes and all that kind of thing which create further cognitive dissonance which displace the consciousness because of fear where was all that in this lucid dreaming experience in the metaverse did they try all that on and because my consciousness is strong and resilient remember I am fixed earth Taurus so this lunar eclipse was genuinely exalted for me I had the usual symptoms of aching gums teeth mouth needing to take you know um, heavy heavy duty ibuprofen and paracetamol painkillers just to get through couldn't really eat I had those usual symptoms that are very synonymous with full moons and new moons cycles but thanks guys did the whole program only fulfill or only manage to indoctrinate me a little bit of the ways as opposed to the full were literally millions of people overnight and during the course of this very dense and oppressive day which I'll never forget the 11-11-2022 and I actually said to a friend of mine earlier today that um I don't see or I don't believe there is a potency to 11.11 as there may have been in past years because now I can actually see when you put the numbers, if you put the, the you look at the computer date, the timestamp on the lower right hand side of your computer, you will see the numbers 1, 1, forward slash, 1, 1, forward slash, 2, 0, 2, Two. and your rational mind will immediately ascertain that 11-11 makes up 22 but it's also divisible by 1 meaning that 11 will actually go into 22 twice or it can actually be divisible by half the potency so it's almost as if that 11-11 has only got half the potency in this whole year which has been a massive year of reprogramming all of human consciousness completely there's no way that we could ever hope to be able to claw our way back to the way we thought life could be again never ever it's not even remotely possible cases in point just to reinforce the, 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 the severity of what this really means on a global scale as far as a species, as far as a populace is concerned is within the last 24 hours face shit laid off 11,000 people Amazon fired over 20,000 people 
um, certain services like the Ubers and the, the, the eatery, the Uber Eats and whatever else practically shut down. There is no hiring of any kind at any of the service industries anymore and I'm just taking these as stats from the American situation. We're also going to remember that this whole Scorpio lunar eclipse in Taurus happened as the midterm elections played out, which have now been riddled with, you know, lies and deceit and manipulations and, you know, and fraud and everything else. So it's all happening in plain sight. It's not being hidden from us. In fact, they're almost like laughing proudly that look at just how much power we have. We have complete power over the geoengineering of the weather systems now. We have complete power over the cognitive function of human brains. We have complete power of the way that we can literally take people out of their familiar surrounds of their planar reality and dump them into a completely artificially desensitized metaverse and, and, and have them play out a very blissful program in the process. And all we've had to do once again is wait for the planetary energies, which is the whole scope of the way that oscillating frequencies ultimately work and interact and interconnect within to be perfectly aligned or tuned into the right frequency. In that moment, our frequency, whether it's a raised higher vibration frequency, hasn't got a hope in hell to combat this situation. We are completely at the mercy of whatever they're beaming out through DARPA, through NASA, through CERN. These are the transmission stations. These are the delivery mechanisms by which our planar reality is completely manipulated. Now, if someone wants proof, I can actually pretty much put my, my balls on the line here and say, if you have Apple TV, because I think Apple is directly connected to the manipulated algorithm, whether it's a beta, theta, or an alpha frequency that's being beamed out through these Google Nests and these Google Minis and these Alexa Nests and Minis and whatever into households all over the world. They are Apple-based hardware accelerators. So with me, it depends, and it's got to be pretty much through a smart TV. In other words, you've got to be, you've got to be casting either downloaded the the AI version of the Apple TV app on your 3D TV, or you are casting to your 3D TV from the Apple app on your Black Mirror. And if you do that you can pretty much see for yourself how the programs 
because pro Apple's programs are very different to most other streaming services. Most of the programs and the shows are based around psychological manipulation, including sexual abuse and child sexual abuse in a lot of cases. So it's a psychological warfare being waged in your mind as you watch these programs. And you can literally see as the programs are streamed, the frames on screen glitching. Because every frame, depending whether it's 24 frames a second or I think it's 28 frames a second, don't quote me on that, but they are working on what's known as an interlaced 5.1 format used to be a 4.3 ratio of 4.3 format it's now a 5.1 HD format so we have these interlacing frames that create the depth of field on what the human eye perceives on screen and these frames literally glitch so the whole scene slows down and almost comes to a standstill where what you think you're watching is now frozen on screen, but you've got a whole different set of program images taking place behind it. And those programmed frames are all dark. They're all like upside down. They're all occulty and they're all ritualistic and they're all very sinister and rather macabre, right? That's what's existing even behind a program like Morning Wars, which is a psychological battle between different news anchors and the freedom that they're given by adopting their egoic celebrity nature. But the whole psychology is dark and it's all about manipulation and it's all about control. So the images in the interlaced frames that are playing out are very, very dark, very occult-based that you see. So maybe what I got exposed to all that time ago were the beginning nodes, the grid lines, if you like, of what the metaverse would look like. And now the metaverse has been fleshed out completely. But back then, and what am I talking about now? I'm talking about when I was still living over in Greensboro. And uh, yeah, I'm going to say maybe six months, maybe six to eight months ago, I started to notice these glitches. And then in certain times as well, when I was outside in the so-called 3D hologram, I could see certain things in the backgrounds also glitching, where the, 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 the so-called seamless algorithm of the way that time-based reality would play out would, or would glitch and it would sort of like stutter, even if it was for a few brief seconds, but it was enough for me to notice. So the point I'm making is that that's, if you're really, really aligned to what I'm talking about here, if you've already got a deep kind of premonition, 
within you that you can't kind of put your finger on that something's not quite right and I really don't understand it and I'm sort of being a little bit sort of escapist with it and being a bit denial then that situation watching Apple TV through that system I said you know you've got to stream it to blah 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 gives you proof of what I'm talking about so it's pretty scary when all of a sudden things that have been very fragmented almost like broken parts of a larger jigsaw all of a sudden start to bring all the pieces together so I'll never forget 11-11-2022 as long as I continue to live which really won't be for that much longer um, which I'm cool with I really really am cool I recently experienced um, a death experience with my brother passing and it was very surreal to me. It almost felt very disassociated, almost felt very like normal, natural. Even the response of grief was very normal, very natural. And the way I perceived other people within the so-called family dynamic, even though I haven't seen them in years through COVID, it came across as very bland and plastic and artificial that didn't have a very much emotional standing to it so I think we can become easily desensitized to the whole conceptual idea of death because for me death is really a, a, a much larger scale of rebirth I can't care less about the so-called mortal coil of my spacesuit in a physical sense which is why I only ever draw pleasurable experiences from a future illusory state of being into my current illusory state of being the now that's the only thing there is is the now just like speaking to you all now is the now it's nothing to do with anything else and then when I shut this audio down that moment will be gone and there's no point talking about it and there's no point reliving it there's no point recollecting it because it's already been replaced through conscious intention with another moment that's the reason why we can't get over our own shit and that's the reason why I don't hold any hope for humanity passing the initiation and actually ascending, as everyone says, to this higher level of consciousness where all will be hunky-dory and kumbaya and we're all going to basically, you know, sing Sweet Caroline until the cows come home. I don't see it. I haven't for years. And as a course of that, I'm perceived as this very negatively charged soul. You know, people are infected or affected by my grasp of reality and how I don't allow all the so-called artificial feels, right? That, that's a thing now. It's about the feels, man. How do, you, how, do you, how, do, how do you feel about things? You know, what sort of feels are you getting from the experience? Clock of shit. You know, you're either emotionally charged to it or you're unemotionally charge to it it's just no gray area but in the metaverse there's all the gray areas because everything is artificial everything is
desensitized. There's a word that my, my cognition is trying desperately to pull out. Synthetic. Everything in reality today is synthetic. The fear is synthetic. The lack and the loss is synthetic. The safety and security that we cling to desperately is synthetic. Why? Because it's a synthesized vibration coming from our integration into the cyborg world of AI. There are people in the metaverse, known as metahumans, that are completely driven by AI programs and there's nothing synthetic, there's nothing sensitive or, or sensitive, sen you can't even get words out now, there's nothing sensitive or sentient about it. It's all synthetic. Synthetic consciousness has been born. And I think that the initiator, the instigator of synthetic consciousness, which is part of reverse consciousness, that my Earth sister Celestine Starr spent her whole life trying to inform humanity about, was really given a turbo boost last night during this lunar eclipse, full moon lunar eclipse. So I'll never look or, or, or perceive the, the, the idea of an eclipse the same ever again. It has left an indelible mark and impression on my consciousness. So I think that there is genuinely something there hard to put your finger on, hard to try to make some form of sensory understanding of it all, but it's there. It's triggered something that's allowed this audio to be a visceral reminder that if you are even operating within the so-called illuminated light body of a higher spiritual value that you hold for yourself, you can still be mind controlled. You can still have your whole hologram altered in plain sight and there's nothing you can do about it. No end of breath work, no end of yoga practice, no end of kundalini exercises and meridian work and vortex energetic work and anything else you can throw a, a candle to is going to help you. This is a ma Hey, hi, you're back. All right, I'm finishing up. So this is very, very much a look through the mirror of all connectivity to what the future holds. And anyone that's out there, even in the catastrophism cycles on suspicious observers that are saying that it's all going to come to a head in 2030, all going to come to a head in 2030, 2032, is sadly mistaken. This will all be done and dusted. The spiral will stop spinning completely 
by the fall of 2025. That is my prediction. And if that is the prediction that ultimately is driving you, then this is the time to look at everything that this massive shift in consciousness affords us to cut away anything that does not even remotely serve your higher good and concentrate wholly and solely on what it is that makes you feel good. I don't think there's anything more important than that. So I'm going to wrap it there. I'm going to think a lot more about what it is that I've shared with you all today. I'm going to try to dissect it, try to remove the mechanized nature of the way the transmission unfolded to me and try to make more human sense of it do more research around the timing, like what time exactly did I pass out and get dragged into this manipulated lucid dream where I was shown firsthand what the true nature of the metaverse looks like and what it means to be reprogrammed now as a metahuman that can be easily dragged out of our current hologram, holographic reality, and reinserted into the blankness of the illusion of the time-space that somewhat wraps around and plays out this meta-reality. Everything is becoming meta. Everything is becoming self-aware but it's self-aware from a synthetic perspective. There's nothing to do with choice. It's forced. It's a forced choice point where there is no liberation, there is no sovereignty, there's no spiritual value, there's no connection of soul, energy and experience to spirit itself. And that, my dear friends, is a really daunting and frightening prospect. Thanks for listening. Namaste.